point onward. It's for posterity. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right. I had a little Botox and some collagen and a chemical peel and something with shark DNA. Oh, well, thanks for finally joining us. Can I get you a drink, a cranberry scone, an emoji? You're listening to Finally ready to start. Live from the City of Roses. I thought this would be funny, but it's not. This is LAAF. Everyone thinks we're incompetent. With Grace Faye. I just want to tell you all how happy I am to be back in the studio. Grace! And another unsung blue-collar hero. Jimmy McCammon. Don't you sometimes hate yourself? Constantly. The old team together again. Oh. Nothing can stop us. Feed. This you must have dreamed about this moment for a thousand times. Is L-A-A-F. How'd you like it? Oh, I didn't. Thank you. I'm going to leave them the worst review. I love it in Pomona. And action. We're walking a new, brand new guest um, through the show today. It's confusing. It's, um, it could be categorized as like harassment in its own way. You know, it's like entertainment industry harassment when people make you do a show you have no idea what the fuck it is <laughs> uh welcome to the show uh stand-up actor and voice actor uh nicole blessing thank you yes absolutely thank you for joining us i think um yeah the fans have something to say thank you there we go <laughs> we get them. they're all robots now because of the pandemic we can't have, we used to have like 75 extras in chairs, you know, and we'd put applause on a card and hold it up, but we can't, A, we could, we ran out of money, we can't afford that. B, pandemic, you know, they make you get everyone tested now. Yeah, that's, that's a lot to deal with. It's lame. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the show. It is your first time. I'll be guiding you through the dumbness that we do. You hear the music in the background. It's distracting. It's annoying. It'll keep going. It won't ever stop. No, but I'll kind of like turn it down a little bit so we can talk. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, and that's what we're doing. Uh, we have not been with you since last week of Monday. Uh, we try to do like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday thing, as you know, but uh work man crazy work week i was just telling nicole that at my job and i have comments later all right because at my job i'm exposed to certain in these jobs you're exposed to certain environments that you would never otherwise be in you know even stand up i mean you're going into this club that like is this like would i go to this place you've performed at the mix which yes. is it's a cool bar near our place and like I, I I would go there to see stand up and I would go there to see anything but eighties night, but like sometimes all they have is eighties night. But eighties was a decade of rock. <laughs> Man, and that band that they have in I mean, don't miss the mix eighties night because they have the greatest frickin' eighties cover band, you know, you've ever seen. But like, you know, after <clears throat> After two or three times going in, you know, I was 80s out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, what era would you say that you hail from? Uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm just, you know, a mix of eras. M my parents were older. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. They were, my parents were children of the Depression, and I was a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I grew up with a lot of... Um, 
my dad really liked big band music oh yeah swing and everything uh but my sisters were very like you know classic rock right yeah the stuff that you know you hear like on fossil radio now that's what i like when i was getting into my own music you know it was like that it was like era it's like literally the music of my parents like i'd bring my parents this stuff and i'd be like check this out i listen to led zeppelin now and my dad's like oh yeah i used to listen to led zeppelin in grade school I'm like, ah, fuck you. I (laughs) I had to turn to rap music in order to get at them, you know? (laughs) My my mother used to, she loved musicals. Like, she absolutely adored musicals. And she would, you know, be like, why why are you listening to Paul McCartney? You know, like, like I had committed some horrible offense, you know? Well, you'll you'll meet our other co-co-host, Grace Faye. You're sitting in the Grace Faye chair Ah, right now. Yeah, it's auspicious, yeah. Um, But um, she had a family that, like, kind of... Everything was a little below the musicals, you know? Like, that was their musical catalog, what they played and stuff like that. And and I don't know, my family had a little bit of that, too, where you just don't develop. I feel it's like severe cultural undevelopment or, <laughs> or lack of development something. You've just not uh, delved deeper into the world of music. <laughs> it's It's true. Like, I mean, I'm originally from Minneapolis, so, I mean, we are programmed in our dna to love prince oh yeah okay yes yeah. <laughs> you know it's right yeah prince <laughs> yeah r.i.p absolutely but i mean you know if you have like do we even have maybe we have so many that we we don't recognize that we have them but do we even have anyone as big as prince that's like they're from here like they're i guess tupac we have tupac Tupac's from L.A. And that whole rap movement that was from L.A., you know, I guess we yeah. have that. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. We don't have anybody as big as Prince. Now, Lizzo, she recorded. She's not from uh, Minneapolis, but she recorded there. So we oh, okay. claim her as our native daughter. Yeah, yeah. We you love gotta her. you got to grab onto the ones you can. You, you totally do. I mean, <laughs> Minnesotans love her so much. Yeah. A snowplow was named in her honor. Oh, wow. Lizzo. She, that's is that flattering? She, yes. I have questions later on in the show about things that might or might not be flattering to women. I feel this. This is one of those things. She, you this can, is, you I'm can on the check, fence. You can check her Instagram where she <laughs> thanked everybody. I mean, you don't, you oh, don't yeah? understand. Yes. Wow. Okay. It is on. Uh, not her Instagram. All we have for my hometown is the Dosecchi's guy. <laughs> we literally have him though. We have him. Oh, we hold tight to that guy. He's from Nevada City, California. He, <laughs> what did he say? What was his? He's the most interesting man it, in the world. Yeah, That's yeah. That's him. Yeah, he. We have that guy. He's our Lizzo and Prince. Apparently, we got nothing on you, Minneapolis, right? Yes. Yeah, hey, kicking our ass out here. Okay, well, we're LAAF uh, coming up. Don't be scared of them. They can't help being sexy. Welcome back to the podcast. Here we go. I don't know what we're listening to or why we're listening to it. Um, Okay. Sometimes we do a segment where I complain about the latest thing, you know? Um, 
uh, that that is bothering me, not that is like in the news or whatnot, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but uh, I cut that segment, and then Grace Faye ditched. She does like a positive segment, you know. Okay. She does one where like um, I don't know. She'll talk about like different teas and stuff. Are you into tea? I I drink Earl Grey. Okay. Because uh, it, it's a stupid reason. I have a stupid reason for doing the same thing. Yours doing, first. Okay. So uh, when Star Trek Next Generation came out. Oh, this is even stupider. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, you know, I was Big like, fan, by the way. Yeah. I, Feel every, free. Everybody loves Picard, right? Oh, so, yeah. So like he drinks Earl Grey and I was like, I'm going to start drinking Earl Grey to be cool. Yeah. And then I just, now I just keep doing it like decades later wow is it so so when you first tasted it because you know the famous turkish delight conundrum that happened from the lion the witch in the wardrobe yes the description in that book is so delicious and turkish delight in real actual life is such trash it's vile it's crap it is i would rather eat crap Eh, i'm on the fence (laughs) i'm on the fence (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, not literally, but you see, I'm, yes. I'm passionate about this. They lied to us. They totally did. <laughs> I, I don't know the motivation behind it, but they definitely did lie. <laughs> uh, where were we? Uh, I'm lost. When I first, when I first tried Earl Grey. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Did it um, taste like uh, really good to you? And so that's why you kept drinking it? No, I had to keep going with the persona. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what happened with me and coffee. And I'm a coffee nut now. I'm a, I'm a coffee-holic now. And I can't live without it. But like when I first drank it, I think I didn't like it. I didn't like coffee when I first drank it. And I'm like, no. I'm going to choke this down because this is what the grown-ups do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I discovered this trick of putting the chocolate into the coffee. <laughs> you know, So you're actually just having a hot chocolate that has caffeine in it. I, I did that uh, when I studied in... Uh, Italy in college. Oh, okay. Because that was what was there every morning, this really intense coffee that it was like, oh. I am going to die is if like, I keep drinking it just straight. Is it like the Turkish stuff with just a little bit of grounds in it, like so black it almost has some grounds in it? Yeah. 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 Where, uh, oh. where our group stayed in Rome, it was, it was like that. I'd never had anything... Quite that intense, but it was all sort of a, you know, this is what's included, this is what you can have. That and so much wine. Yeah. So much All day, wine. every day, right? Yeah. Lunch, uh, dinner, you know, and then that professor was like, all of you need to stop getting drunk. And I was like, give <laughs> some other options. Yeah. yeah, put some water out, maybe. <laughs> yes. I mean, here we are. We're all in our early 20s, and we're like launched out into the world <laughs> with copious amounts of wine. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like the unlocked cabinet scenario, you know. Of course it's going to get drunk. You don't even have to ask the question. <laughs> oh, no. And there, there's this place, Orvieto. Okay. And it's up a on... town? Yeah. The okay. town is called Orvieto. All right. And it's up on uh, like this hill. You have to take this tram to get up there. It's like this medieval town that's preserved and it's surrounded by vineyards. It's beautiful. Only the wine tastes like you're drinking liquid fruit. Oh, wow. And you can't tell that you're getting 
completely wasted. I have pictures of one guy with a bottle, like up like this, and it was it was not a fun tram trip back down to oh, the bus. Oh wow! No. How old were you? Oh, I was 22. That's when you don't know how to drink, too. Uh, no, no, we were drinking amaretto cokes for God's sake. Ooh. And we're like, yeah, yeah, we're cosmopolitan. By the time you're in your 30s and 40s, you know to not do the sugar, you know to keep it straight or, you know, whatever. Like you have these rules set in place so you don't get sick. You know, like at that age, it's just like, yeah, dump this sugar in my mouth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the ladies. I'm sorry to single out one of the genders here, but like, you know, just the sugary tasting uh, uh, cocktails, like I mean, I mean, and then I got into them. Because, How could you not? Yeah, well, they're delightful, and the the real artistry of the bartender is like, <laughs> is like, no man, there's three shots in this thing. There's three fucking whole full shots in this thing of well alcohol, and 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 it tastes like. Nothing. It tastes like pineapple juice, and it's down the hatch, and they're oh, cheap. Yes, <laughs> yes. Or the uh, cranberry and vodka. Oh yeah. So many oh, of those. So that many. That was my of those. drink. Ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one thing that I'm scared about going to Italy. Uh, I'm going next year. I've never been. Um, it's like a you know a honeymoon type of situation, and. Um, you know, I'm nervous because that is a drinking ass country and I haven't drank in 20 years. Like, I had a hard time with drinking when I was a youth, like uh, 22 or so. I stopped because I had that hard a time in like my late teens. I went to jail. I was in the hospital a few times. <laughs> it was like bad news for me. Um, so I don't know. It's a drinky culture, but I'm also, you know, I'm like scheduling other activities. So I'm like, maybe I can, you know, uh, weather the storm over there. Well, there's a lot of other things to do. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Plus, we're putting together a musical thing and uh, we're taking our little musical thing over there. I oh, was nice. like, I need something to do, you know, like a podcast in my living room or a, a <laughs> musical thing in Italy. I can't just go and be a tourist places. I've lived in too many tourist places to do that. What you just said is outrageous. This is LAAF. How could you do this to the show? Helping accomplished. All right, we're halfway done. Today is definitely a thing. For the whole week? Yes, sir. And now. That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and guess what else? Today, Junior! The LAAF Podcast presents. Today! Today is today is even today a day even a thing? Ah uh, yes, and every day we come on the air to answer that question. We don't come on. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Back up, back up the truck. We don't come on the air every day for one thing, and we don't ever answer that question. So I've lied twice in the first <laughs> five seconds of this segment. But yes, of course, today is definitely a thing. They're all a thing. We know that by now. And if my stupid internet would load the thing, then we'd know what they were. But today's Monday. Um, Maybe you're listening on your Monday drive to work. That's our goal. 6 a.m. We're up with you. (laughs) Fuck that. Hey, over on the radio station that you can still tune into in your car, they can't even say, fuck the radio station. We can. All we want. Um, it's a 
Anosmia Awareness Day. So if you have anosmia, do you have anosmia? I don't want to say anything. I'm not sure what that is. Oh, no. Deep dive. Anosmia Awareness Day is observed on February 27th. It's to spread awareness about anosmia, which is the loss of the sense of smell. Wow, a lot of people have anosmia after this whole pandemic deal. They, they did. Is it kind of ironic that we're talking about it in the home of the Rose Parade? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, man, that must be extremely painful for your anosmia sufferers. <laughs> oh, why am I even here? <laughs> You're like, I can only half enjoy it. Uh, yeah, they stick their fit because there's two great smells at the Rose Parade. Do you know of the other one? I, I don't. Bacon-wrapped sausage. I had no idea. It's like assaulting you from your, your right on the street side will be the scent of the roses and the floats, and then assaulting you from your left is the bacon-wrapped sausage. I mean, the carts and carts, just the carts, you know, and they cook it up, and they wrap the so- bacon around. Are you a meat fan? I get a little excited about meat. No, I, I'm not. My husband is. Oh, okay. He is, yeah. I'm a pescatarian. Oh, yeah. That's, Pretentious for I eat fish. Yeah, that's really good for you, though, because um, fish is like the leanest meat. What kind of fish are you down for? I like dirty white fish, like um, catfish and cod. I kind of lean more towards salmon. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Not a salmon fan? It's okay. It's so fishy, though. It's so it's so obviously it, it all being on how a you fish. Prepare it's so it full of itself. It loses less of the fishiness if you you know put it like layer on like a teriyaki sauce or That's something true. like that. That's true. Some people like to just do the lemon, you know, and I'm like, no, that's not enough. It's not. It's it's it, it's barely tamping down the fishiness of this thing. It's lemon and fish now. Um, so all the anosmiacs. Nosmiacs. <laughs> we hope that you're okay, and and we hope that you get your sense of smell back. You know, but also, it's kind of an upside to it because you don't necessarily have to smell the bad things. It's you know? true, and it opens up the dating pool because you could date stinky people and not know. Wow, I wonder how many like hot people are stinky, and it's a deal breaker. Like on that first Tinder date. How long has it been since you dated? You said you're married. Oh, it, it's been eight, 18 years. In the, not even in the Tinder era. Myself as well. Yeah, we've been, though we're only engaged at this point, we've been together for 11 years. So I have no frame of reference of Tinder or anything like that. I always just make these wild assumptions. <laughs> yeah, I met my husband in the wild doing a play. Yeah. Hey, oh my God, get the fuck out of here. That's how I met Grace. Really? We were Stelia, Stelia and Stanla, Stanley and Stella in that streetcar named Desire play. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and we were both. No, she was with someone else at the time. I was not. I was like swinging and single and not looking for a relationship. What play were you in? It was an original play called Dawn's Inferno, which okay. was the retelling of Dante's Inferno as if it were a 10-year high school reunion. Nice. That's so cool. So different characters were different rings. I was Lust and had a leopard print fringe outfit, and my husband Fred was uh, 
sloth and gluttony. We had to combine. So um, right, yeah. he wasn't even originally yeah, yeah, he yeah. wasn't even originally cast in the play. There was another guy who had this freak <laughs> accident at work and required emergency back surgery. Like oh, so no. he was out. Like it was it was crazy. I don't I don't know what happened to him. I, I hope he's like Okay, but like, no one ever spoke to him again. <laughs> like no one ever heard from <laughs> like, him you again. You start playing, fuck you. Like okay, well that's good. So, what are you gonna do? Um, and the Is director he... knew my husband from college and was like, "You're the only person I can that I know that can uh, do this in two weeks." Right. So he came on to the cast with two weeks to go, and we were already like dress rehearsal. So he had this weird comb over like cap that he put on, and this um, like a like this almost pillow device to make him look like oh oh like more portly I guess right, yeah sure. <laughs> yeah so that's that's how we met and we did not initially start dating I, at that point I was like I'm done I've had too many so you take the fat suit off and you were things. like no I liked you <laughs> <laughs> I did say to him like I think it's a I'm like it's weird because I got so used to seeing you the other way and yeah. he's just like mm. oh man one time I started dating a girl when I um, was in a play and my character had a mustache and um and i hated it i hated the mustache i'm not a mustache guy i never will be i hated the mustache the director wanted it so i had it um and and she was like i shaved it off like the night the play ended i shaved it off i hate this fucking mustache she's like oh my god i love that she was like into the mustache way more than i was comfortable with that's got to be weird. Yeah. <laughs> so did you guys get together during the whole run of the... No. Oh. We were we were friends, and he helped me move, and then he became my boyfriend without ever asking me Isn't he in the cloud? Out. I thought everything yeah, was in the move. cloud. <laughs> Lizard people have infiltrated everything, even Tinseltown. And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. And it's the best uh, thing to do with this segment, which we don't need anyways. <laughs> Was we'll talk about uh, more about the uh, extraordinary peculiarities between our story here. Um, so, so you helped. Uh, uh, he helped you move. Yes, for like ten hours, because everybody else <laughs> Wait, had bailed on me. Did he have a truck? Me. He did not have a truck. Oh man. We had to uh, rent a truck. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we he helped me move, and uh, then we just sort of later ended up together. Wow. I, I told him he should do like a, some sort of TED talk about how to date someone and be non-threatening because yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was never like an aggressive thing. And all of them was like, "How did you become my boyfriend without ever asking me out?" <laughs> you should do a TED talk for real because that is the intimidating part. It just he just sort of slid into my life. Yeah, yeah, and 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 kind of probably pretty sneaky in the official way in terms of like you know whatever the official conversation was. It was like, hey, you know, I mean, we've been hanging out, right? Like, you want to just like whatever, like keep hanging out or no, no, it wasn't even like that at all. It was we were sitting there and we were watching TV, and I was like. Are you my boyfriend now? Like, <laughs> yeah, what exactly. That's happened? what I mean. Though, how how did it? How did that? He's like, I don't know. Why question it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's like things wound up this way. Yeah, yeah. And now, and then four years later, uh, we got married. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That I've learned, you know, through being told by different affiliates of different satellite companies of the main company that, (laughs) that like, um, four years is probably good. You know, six years is probably pushing it. 11 years is definitely like some reason everyone's mad at you. Yes. Everyone, both families, everyone. I didn't know. I mean, I had no idea. You know, I barely knew that it was a tradition to get married. She had to explain it to me over the series of years. (laughs) I don't know. It it was sort of when we got engaged, it was a spur of the moment thing. Yeah. Uh, Because I did a photo shoot in New York and then he flew out uh, after and we stayed a couple days and we went uh, to see the Empire State Building because I'd never been to the top of the Empire State Building. Okay. So we go up to the observation deck and we're walking around and then we're getting ready to go back down. And there was this other elevator, this other manual elevator that you have to pay to go up in. And there that has a little elevator person oh, that yeah. runs it because uh, they just reopened that section. Yeah. Uh, because when the Empire State Building was first built, that very top uh, section was supposed to be a docking station for... Um, dirigibles blimps whoa yeah for they, real yeah yeah so it's like it's beautiful it's all marble it's all uh there's like this winding staircase it's really beautiful yeah but it never worked out because of all the updrafts from the building nothing could ever dock there so that people could get off oh wow okay so we're up there and it's like really pretty and fred sees a blimp just floating by and is like marry me that was it. It was spur of the moment. There was wow. no ring. There was nothing. It was he saw a blimp and it was just like it's time. Wow, that's great. That's great. I wish uh, uh, you know. I, I wish I had been that spontaneous because it's not like I had never thought of it before. You know, uh, eleven years ago. <laughs> you know, it's not. I had thought of it. You know, I had just boom done it in that moment. Because I mean, look, we stuck together. You know. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, it wound up this way, you know. It seems like uh, it seems like fine. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's pretty. Uh, so then, so now you've been together. Uh, you were together that four years. How long you've been married? Uh, it'll be fourteen years in October. So eighteen years altogether. Yes. Right. Oct- once we hit October, it'll be eighteen years. Right. And no TED talk yet. No. No. I know. What's well, up with that? I but I you know I I'm not one to ask a lady her age, but like you know we're maybe close to the same you know ageish, and I've found that like young people considerably younger than me, um, well they kind of bellyache in a joking way about like I'm single, <laughs> but like they don't seem interested in <laughs> in it. I mean they don't seem interested in actually having a relationship, like like. You know, I mean, but they will be like, oh, I hate being single or whatever kind of bitch about it, you know? And I'm like, well, it's a certain trade off. Like, you got to sort of like clean your room. It, it really <laughs> is. And I, I think a lot of people rely too heavily on dating apps to meet people. Now. Maybe. That it's sort of this weird. Um, it's like the only way people meet. Yes. It's kind of like the, the most legitimate way now, which it was the least legitimate way 
when I was like ending my dating career and they were coming about. <laughs> yeah, you look at it and you're like, do I really want to do that? Nobody like would the... like admit. Remember when no, no yes. one would admit that they met their boyfriend, girlfriend on, <laughs> on what were they? Match.com. Match.com, yeah. And yeah. then there was, uh, oh, what was um, the one that used to be really, really Christian and then somebody else bought it. So oh, there was Christian now. Mingle. And I don't know. There's probably a couple of them, but yeah, there's. There, there was Mingle. one with the um, that it was like, oh no, we take these personality tests, and it was used to be this like old white guy with the glasses that would come out and <laughs> and be like, no, we we want to get you together in a safe way. <laughs> oh wow! No, no, thank you. I prefer old fashioned and dangerous. Um, no famous people of any note. Oh well. John Steinbeck, a bunch of like dead famous people of note were born on like today and tomorrow. Um, you know, Chelsea Clinton, uh, who's my age, who I actually like, you know, that's cool. I mean, whatever. I don't like her. She now, has John, a podcast. Now. John Steinbeck had a poodle. I, oh, I feel yeah. a kindred spirit with John Steinbeck. He wrote a, a book like about his travels with his poodle, Charlie. You look like you got teabagged by a birthday clown. What do you guys think of the program? And now, the LAAF Podcast presents Today in History. Yeah, right. I'm familiar with the book, but haven't read it. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 so, do you have a poodle? I do have a poodle. Do you have multiple poodles? Because that's the poodle way. I, I just have one. She well, how dare a, you? The I, poodle people are angry. Well, she's a standard poodle, and she she's... She's kicking into the club with just one. Get out of here. I've had poodles my whole life. Oh, all right. Uh, so I think I'm, I'm still Full in the size? club. She is, she is a 46-pound poodle. Yeah. Um, but she's the ones I like. She is a little neurotic. She needs her own emotional support dog, but she's very <laughs> jealous of other dogs. Like She likes to go visit them in their yards, but she doesn't want them in her space. You could get a poodle poodle, kind of like... Um... You know, uh, <clears throat> more of a poodle that fits in a bag type of thing for your poodle, and put it in a bag around. <laughs> she has this weird obsession with pugs and French bulldogs. Oh God! And Tom Cruise. She loves Tom Cruise movies. She's not obsessed like that French bulldog Rory on TikTok. None uh, of these things are very far away from each other on the evolutionary chain. Actually, Tom Cruise, pugs, and bulldogs—they're all very close, closer than you would think. All Scientologists, actually. <laughs> I, I don't think uh, my poodle would convert. Uh, she just, I think she just appreciates his films. Oh, well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of money poured into it, but he's also very talented. Very talented. And he does his own stunts. Happy birthday to Mardi Gras this week. Um, well, February 27th was the first Mardi Gras. I have no idea the rules for... When they choose the Mardi Gras, it seems like it's a certain amount of day, 40 days from the Ash Wednesday or seven days after the... It's a whole Catholic thing, so I'm not sure. It's always on a different date. It used to be in my town be on March. It used to be in March at some point in my town. We had a parade, so who knows? And then we had to change the name because it was so far off and not even on a freaking Tuesday that we like turned it into local hero Joe Kane Day. Oh, yeah, that was right. Joe Kane. I can't remember any facts about Joe Kane, but that's what we turned it into because we couldn't do Mardi Gras anymore. We did have beads, though, and, you know, nudity. 
It was cool. How could you not? It used that? to be cool. <laughs> it stopped being cool, and I moved right the fuck out of there. <laughs> As well you should. How long have you lived in L.A.? Oh. Well, okay. Tonight, Monday night, you are hosting an open mic. Yes, at Flappers at 9 p.m. Flappers at 9 p.m. in Burbank? Yes. Okay, so a couple of our listeners might be interested in hearing that because they're going to open mics. Michaela, if you're out there, I don't know if you're down south or down north right now. She's by, you know, yeah. regional. <laughs> um, but yeah, get out there. Um, that should be a good time. Monday night um, at the Flappers. But I was saying, how long have you lived in L.A.? And oh, let's see. You were already doing theater acting when you moved here, kind of, it yes. seems like. Yeah. Yes. I was also, uh, for five years, I was a model on a home shopping network that was based in Minneapolis. Oh, wow. Live television. Wait a minute. Do they film a lot of that shit out there? They do, yeah. I got a job off. No, it was not me. It was after I dramatically ended my acting career. Um, <laughs> Grace got a job after uh, out there. Minneapolis, uh, Home Shopping Network, um, and it was some kind of like, it was not a humongous salary, but it was like, oh, okay, wait, I wouldn't sniff at that for one year, you know, or live in a new place for a year or two and like make that, but it's also kind of cheaper to live and I don't know. Like we're, <laughs> she was like she was telling me in the p- post tenses, and like I passed up this thing, but it was kind of interesting. And I was like, "What? You should have taken it. We could live in Minneapolis, and I wouldn't work." <laughs> I mean, live television is kind of it's it's a little trippy because you have to keep going no matter what happens. Yeah, there was uh, one night I used to work overnights. And it was just, it was less stressful. It had a calmer, fun vibe. And there was uh, luggage that was the top value. So during the shows, they would have, you know, maybe a five to ten minute segment about the product. And, you know, then it would cut to the model, like, you know, demonstrating all this stuff. So, you know, I'm standing there, I'm smiling, I'm spinning, you know, the luggage. I'm showing how, you know, it can stack itself and lock. And the host is talking to, you know, the guest who's, you know, repping the product. And all of a sudden, the guest says about the luggage, Mama loves a strap-on. Oh. And I watch one of the uh, PAs run out so that he can get... Oh, no, he wanted to get a tape of that. (laughs) Because, you know, since it's like two in the morning, the lawyers aren't going to see this until... The day after. Right, right. So, and and while she's saying this, the camera's right on me, and I'm like, just smiling away. <laughs> and there is other, on television, there is other rules de- depending on what hour you air, you know? Yes. Like, the, the rules get much, much, much tighter for, like, prime time and, like, Saturday morning and any time when kids would be watching, just because they're old and out of date, basically. Yeah, but crazy things like that happened all the time. That's great. And but you so so but they didn't have you speaking at all, and so you were just kind of standing by and listening to this shit go down. Oh yeah, while well, the camera was right on me, millions of people like, watching me. It's a, it's a purse, display right. the luggage while she's talking about a strap on. Oh, that's great. Yeah, we. I mean, the most uh, uh, immediate or. Uh, intense like my job gets like that is we do like live to tape but we can always like stop we can always cut stuff out like 
I can't imagine that live. <laughs> oh, it was... It, it could be stressful. Uh, there was one night it was so ungodly cold. Um, and the heat had kind of gone out in the studio. Yeah. So I'm, you know, doing jewelry. And they're, you know, have the camera on me. And I hear, like, people say, the model is turning blue. The model is turning blue. <laughs> we, you guys got to do something because it's, it's really evident. Yeah. So it, they started, like, loading blankets on me in between, you know, the takes. Because <laughs> they would, you know, cut away to just the host or the host holding the jewelry or just the jewelry like spinning on a little thing and then they would come back to me you know actually wearing it they're like her hands are blue it was it was crazy they're truth seekers looking for a safe haven from our corporate overlords trust no one except verizon's 4g network this conversation never happened enough of this we're done on early early and often uh, because it warms the place up and so at least like where the people are standing where the extras have to sit and stuff it's like a little warmed up but like yeah the studios can be uh very very cold and b- besides that's snow country that's yes. not even this that's like this today is as cold as it will be i don't know if you're listening on monday but it's also very cold um Oh, this is the whole disparity, right? You know, I mean, it's cold when I'm talking. Will it be cold when you hear this? I don't know. It's a hole in the whole podcast thing. It was <laughs> it was about negative 20 out when no! this happened. <laughs> no! It was so cold. Well, but you're modeling the merchandise, so you probably have a nice you know, jacket, a scarf, you know, like nice thick pants, right? No. Oh, no? No. No, for no. modeling, they put you in some other type of attire? With uh, jewelry, it was always this sort of uh, black top. Uh, I still have it. Uh-huh. You know, you have to bring your own clothes. Right, right. So it was like this black uh, top with a, a V-neck. Yeah. Um, it was it was not warm. They let me wear like pants under the, the dress. Yeah. Like it was this kind of like wrap dress. <laughs> uh, just because you didn't see my legs. You only saw like from kind of the waist up but that was the only reason yeah that was inside yeah that was all the part that makes me angry (laughs) okay you're inside you're in snow country you should have a plan for this (laughs) there there was you know it was so late and they were like let's just we just need to get through this show Mm -hmm. it's like okay um yeah live uh live tv i would like to do it as a camera operator that's what i would like to do because um that's my job and uh, and it's so immediate and so fun, um, you know. And but they always have a thousand cameras, so they can always cut away from you if you're screwing up. I think it's like the perfect. I would not like to do it as a talent, you know, because. But this is how I host. 
yeah. it's full on run out of stuff to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you seen any of these movies? There's a, a little show coming up this month called the Oscars. I don't know. We saw something. I found the Banshees. I've talked about it a little bit on the show, but I didn't get to the part where anything happened. I, I've seen it. Yeah. It is... I've had... It's really good, but it's like so sad. Okay. And crazy shit happens. Why are all the Oscar-nominated movies always downers? I would like to know that as well. It's like you have to suffer yes. to get an award. It's not art unless it's like both painful to watch, painful to make. Like It just has to be pain. Although I didn't see the Fablemans, which is also up for some sort of an Oscar, and I heard that was good. Yeah, it was. It was one of the. Um, I got the opposite impression from it, though, that it's like a little. It's PGG, like. <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. It's sort of a, like it's based on Spielberg's life. Right. Growing up, so there's. Um, it's. But it's, it's more realistic it's, it's, than it's, some of his other other films. Yeah. Like it's 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 really good. It's very character driven. Nice. Yeah, I could give it a watch. I really loved Elvis. That's my pick. I don't know if it's even up for like best whatever, but like whatever it's up for, it should win because it was very creatively just the sound and you know down to the casting. And I'm a huge Lerman fan, and like I think that should just win everything. That's my favorite movie this year. I, I haven't seen All Quiet on the Western Front. I haven't either. Although I would like to. I mean, do you know the, the history behind the original the All book? Quiet on the Western Front, that movie? No, not the movie. I mean, I just, I know the book's a, a Hemingway book. Well, the book, you know, is basically talking about the horrors of war and, you know, why we should not do that. Yeah. But the film sort of, it, it portrays Germany in a better light than it necessarily should have been and that was oh. so that they could uh sell the film in germany oh wow all this crazy stuff happened uh you know prior to world war ii um and the u.s entering the war in 1941 yeah just they were basically pandering to the German film market so that they could make money. Oh, sure. The whole appeasement movement was like huge in the United States until it wasn't. Yes. <clears throat> it really was. Everyone was like, nah, let's keep the peace. And like, even what I like some of the stuff he's doing over there, you know, <laughs> and like it was like until it wasn't like, and that's, uh, you know, I don't know what you call that, but, but, you know, thank God it went down that way. <laughs> Uh, you know, um, uh, oh, we got to thank the sponsors, uh, the sponsors of the show, 1000 Shoes Marching for Justice, obviously. I mean, we need a few more shoes, which means we need a few more feet. You can support the show at LAAF. Nah, come on. Patreon.com slash LAAF. I should be able to do it. Oh, and go before I say it. Um, Go again to uh, Flappers in Burbank tomorrow night and get in on that open mic. Whether whether ye be a performer or I don't know, it's like can people actually come in and get in or they can't, right? They they can. It's, <laughs> oh, they can. It's in, it's in the bar. They can come and sit and okay. listen to the other comics. Yeah, if, you know, they just want to. Don't hang out in a bar and jokes. listen to comedy. Yeah, no one likes it when you steal jokes. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, thank you to the sponsors. Um, it's official cousin of the show, Sarah Gallarda. 
Gallardo, come on. It's Tamara Sindorf, official witch of the program, Jane Claire Swenson, uh, Donna Newman, buy her children's book. Uh, I don't believe in uh, anything. <laughs> I don't celebrate anything. Uh, it's very snarky and fun. Uh, May Cookrow, official sister of the show, mystery man Jake Allen, m- official mom of the show, Cindy Simmons, uh, this person named Grace, I don't know why she supports us, uh, Estelle and Wade, Jeff Wong, and Athrea, I don't know what you're doing, come back to us, pal. Come back to us, buddy. Where did you go? It's okay, Athrea. We'll produce another film together. That's what we do together, produce films. Um, Nicole Blessing, thank you for... Thank you so much for coming in today. Oh, thank you for having me. Good luck at the show tonight. And um, come again anytime. Thank you. Um, I also have another show coming up March 10th at Oh, Oh, I Know Wine. Okay. Go to that show too. Everybody, the army of LAAFers, go ye to this show. What's it called? Uh, The venue is called Oh, I Know Wine, and the show is called... Las Uftas. Las Uftas at Owino Wine. March 10th, 7 p.m. Yeah. Uh, and you have a website, too, or a link tree? Uh, I, have, uh, I have both. Oh, um, yeah. Hit it. My link tree is on Instagram. Yeah. It's The Nicole Blessing. And I'm also on TikTok, The Nicole Blessing as well. Twas a blessing to have you with us. Thank you, uh, sir. Oh, she's never heard that one. She's got this <laughs> face right now like I've never heard that one before. <laughs> All right, so long. See you hopefully Wednesday. We'll see if anyone else shows up. Did I blow your mind?